0: Just with uh, Ryan being signed, um, yeah. you mentioned this the other day, you know, when you, when you give him power play time, you need to see him yeah. score. Is that what yeah. he can bring? with his yeah. game? Yeah, yeah I mean, I think, you know, I think the first thing you look at with players is you got to make sure that they accentuate their positives. And so his best attributes are his ability to skate and get up the ice or his ability to shoot the puck. Um, so if, if that's your best attribute, you've got to produce offense. You have to produce offense 5-on-5, and you've got to produce offense on the power play. Um, So when he gets those opportunities in preseason, he's going to have to be dynamic. Um, He's been that at different times for me when I've coached him. I know he's been that at different times when I've watched him in Grand Rapids. He'll have to do that for us here in preseason. Um, And then you want to make sure you get better at the things you need to work on. Well, I think over time he's gotten better at uh, his defensive play. And probably the number one thing is just him getting back as hard as he can for pucks so we can be out of our zone and we don't have to defend how close? You said he like he liked Bert a lot during that prospects tournament. What do you like about his game, and how close is he to the NHL right now? Yeah, Bert's a Bert's a hockey player, number one. And you know, I think, um, and by that I mean, some guys they just know how to play hockey. They're, they're, they find ways to come up with pucks. They might not be the the, the, the prettiest skill set. Uh, they might not skate the fastest. They might not be the tallest. They might not have the fanciest hands. But man, they're productive. And that to me is at the level that he's played at. He did that in junior. He did that in the American League the second half of the year. He's great at getting pucks. How close is that to the NHL? Um, one he had a ha- he had half a season last year where he played good in the American League. Let's have a full season. Uh, no, let's not rush it. The other part of it, though, is uh, he'll have a chance in preseason here to say he's real close or he's not close, and, and we'll see. Um, as I told, I've said this I think lots now, as I told the uh, players yesterday, don't be good enough to make our team. Be good enough to make our team better. Uh, it doesn't do much good just to, to have a guy say, well, I can make it. We don't want guys that are all the same. We want guys pushing the envelope and being better. Uh, you mentioned with Sean the other day that he's guys how to be a good pro because he's been one himself. But is that something Dan Cleary can do? I, I think Dan Cleary did that last year. Dan Cleary did a really good job from all accounts, from everybody I spoke to, um, of being a real good mentor down there, of, of uh, helping guys, uh, our young players, uh, learn how to, to handle daily, uh pressures of being a pro. Um, there's just so many things they go through. He's lived it. Dan Cleary, like Sean Horkoff, has been on lots of different uh uh, situations in pro hockey, he's been at the top, he was a go-to player, he's been a third, fourth time player, so uh, he's, he's somebody I think can really help that what are your like, some of the things you see from your players in the World Cup? Well, I think, um, uh, you know, I think overall they they, 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 they all seem to have played pretty good. Um, I've watched that uh, Europe team a lot. Uh, i Franz Nielsen was really, really good every game he played. He, he's what, you know, so far in the World Cup, he's been what I thought he was going to be. And, uh, he's playing against the other team's best players. He still creates offense. There's very few players in the league that can match up against the other team's best players and create offense, and he's done that, so that's great. Uh, he's showing good ability to transport the puck. Uh, I know um, Ralph Kruger, the coach of Europe, has been happy with uh, he's been happy with Tomas Tatar's play. So, uh, when I've watched both those guys, they've seemed like they've played pretty good. Um, you know, I think Marchenko's done a good job. Uh, uh, you know, some of the teams you play against, if you play against Canada, you're playing against the top line. Well, one through four, every one of them is the top end. in the NFL. So, so, it's a heck of a challenge for him. Um, you know, I thought when Lark's played, Lark's played good. You know, I was happy with what I saw there. Who am I missing? Abby, I thought Abby played real good too, you know. So, overall, I thought the guys that were air for you expect Abby, Larkin and uh, Morazic back Tuesday? Um I expect uh, I expect Morazic and Abby to be back Tuesday. Um, they'll take their time as they should. Um Larkin may be here soon I don't know more about this afternoon. Do they need a lot of preseason games? I mean could, I mean how are they how are you, you gonna use them? To manage- we'll use them the first week of preseason at all. Um, I'll use them uh, uh, the second week. Uh, in, you know, it'll be a little bit of feel on where they're at injury-wise, what kind of bumps and bruises they have. I would say, um, you know, with with Abby, uh, he, he knows what we're doing. I mean, there's a few system things for this week, a few, but we want to make sure he's mentally fresh too. Uh, <laughs> good question to the younger guys, to not have so many veterans with him. There's still enough vets around here to um, to, to show the right example, um, but I also think not having you know some guys here and, and with the guys we've heard it gives them a chance to kind of come out and be the go-to guys in practice, be first in line at times, uh, and things like that. So that's a thing. I think. Uh, we mentioned uh, a couple of weeks ago about the, the lion's of after the season, how important was that to him, to him, and Houston, him this year? Also, the, or... the last part first. Um, we're going to you know, we center for preseason, and then we'll reevaluate after time in four years, I think. So um, I think it's impossible for him or I to know if it's the best thing for him or the team today. So let's watch him in preseason, give him time to get comfortable. Uh, he'll get in four games or so, and let's see where if, if we think that's the best option for the team and for him. I think he's happy either way. Um, I think he's happy whether it's at center or wing, but we want to see if that speed and transporting ability can help us at the center position. Um, you know, I just think it's real important and I always have, uh, to make sure that you communicate. Um, I think, as I, I've never coached Darren full time, last year was my first year coaching Darren full time, I think I know him better as a person now than I did at the beginning of the year, and hopefully that helps our communication be clear. How do you see Cheyenne, do you see him in the center? I'm gonna play Shane probably a little of both. Um, he'll be on the wing uh, at times here at camp, um, and then I'll put him at center at times uh, through the exhibition season, so, um, he, to me, is a guy that can do both. I thought uh, he played really good hockey at the end of the year. Some of that was on wing. Was it because he was on wing? I can't say for sure. But it does free him up to not necessarily have to cover the whole length of the ice. He's so responsible defensively that sometimes getting a guy on wing frees him up a little bit offensively and also frees him up to be uh, a real good forechecker. checking guy that can go back and forth and- Add, add yeah, odds another one that can do both. He can play center and wing, and if he is playing wing, uh, there's a good chance he's taking faceoffs on the left side because he's a real good faceoff guy on the left side. So, you know, we're going to have multiple guys in those spots that are, are going to, uh, when you start in your D-zone, it might be the winger starting at center just because he's taking a faceoff. Why was he an important addition for you guys in, in third free agency? Why, did, why did you guys target a guy like Probably multiple reasons. I had a chance to meet with him before uh, the free agent signing time, and I loved his energy. Um, I loved what I thought he could bring to our locker room. I talked to Ken Hitchcock, Ken gave a a real glowing endorsement of what he brings to the locker room. Um, He said, if you need some some energy from the, and he's got that and I thought it was an important piece uh, um, you know he reminds me a little bit of Thomas Holmstrom and the, the energy that he brings to the room he's funny he's you know but he's committed but it's in a, in a fun way and I think that's an important thing but I also uh, felt like you know he can bring a lot of different things to the table he's got an edge to him he'll draw edge out on other players so the line mates he plays with they're going to play with an edge because he plays with an edge uh, He's, he's a good PK guy, he's a good face-off guy on the left side, so, it, to me, it made lots of sense. This is the first day of a very different kind of training camp, and, and using the special team scrimmages. To see and, and what did you see, and what were your impressions? What did you like? Yeah, I mean, you know, we're in, obviously the team, the teams are the number of teams are dictated a little bit by the numbers. I do know some other teams in the league do this. They go two, two full teams and then a, kind of a third group. Um, I haven't done that, but I don't mind it. Um, We decided to switch the scrimmages up a little bit. You want to get a chance to to be able to do some power play and penalty kill before exhibition. You want to get a chance to be able to see guys in power play and penalty kill. Uh, That might not be on there, but if you just practice it, you're really eating into your practice. So I just thought let's wait for that scrimmage to be the main one here in the red-white game. Tomorrow we'll do some three four on three, four-on-four. Uh, I did something similar to this when I coached junior hockey in Indy when I was picking my team. Uh, decide if uh, young Tory Krug was good enough to make the team because he was so good on the special teams. And sure as can be, he was so good in that special team scrimmage. Uh, it cemented his spot. I think it gives guys that might not have the opportunity that they'd like. They all got an opportunity they I got a chance to watch him. Overall... How would you describe the practice? I you know, our guys work hard and it's something that Doug Huda said to me on the ice, he just said we gotta go through the guys and how hard they work and they attention to detail. So I thought it was really, I thought from that aspect it was really good. Okay?